0: the soul moment going on up in here. But I love soup, so why is that a bad (laughs) thing? Sup kids, how are you today? I'm, I'm, you know, I've had better days. It's been, it's been a long month, I don't know, they they added a day to February and all of a sudden... It seems like a really long month to me now. Um, I think I've kind of come to that situation where we're, we're just rolling along now. All I'm doing is rolling around. I'm just trying to get through the month. Everyone has a month like that once in a while. It's not really been my month. Ooh, my chair's breaking. Yeah, it's not really been, like, my month. Um, it's it's just been tiring. I've been drained through most of it. And I've, I've had headaches and migraines. I've been sick. Um and just trying to keep on on track with things and it's a big month for me I mean you know I have my book launch uh, I'm recording this in February you probably won't see it till you know March now um, but yeah I'm kind of just trundling along with it just just getting through and it doesn't really get me down it's more like inconvenience than anything else. It's more like I've kind of sat there and gone, Oh, yeah, you know, so here's another thing, and here's another thing, and that's that's draining and I understand how that gets to people, and I understand how that does depress people. It never really depressed me um to an extent where i'm I'm completely drowning in sadness or anything like that. It's just inconvenient, that's all it is. It's just kinda kind of those kind of things. I'll give you an example, so i've been obviously I've been running uh quite a lot. And I broke my treadmill, so that was that was one thing, which is obviously I means I've gotta return it and means I've gotta get a new one, which is a lot of effort it also means I'm not running as much because the weather has been terrible, and also then being tired in general has forced me to stop running a little bit so I can actually take care of my body and you know, it's those little things which pile up, and then doing the book launch, there's a bunch of issues which kind of came up prior to that, which was getting the stuff out. Like, the enamel pins I ordered didn't come on time because of a factory shut down because of the fucking coronavirus. Yeah, you see <laughs> you see what I mean? There's a lot of things which have kind of just come into this play this month, but it got me thinking, um... You know, as things do when you reflect on a month and you reflect on your life of why these things were so inconvenient to you. You know, a lot of the times it's just minor things. It could be little things like the car breaking or, you know, losing something which you kind of misplaced. I haven't found my gloves in months, by the way, and it's freezing outside. I'm I'm, I'm really, really fighting against buying new gloves because I know I own like six pairs at this, at this stage. I've got, I've got like six pairs of gloves and I can't buy the single fucking one. Either way. Um... But I kind of wondered why these things affect us so much, and it, and it kind of played into something which I've thought about before, um, and it's come up to a few times in the last few months, while wow, that wasn't even really a sentence, was it, it was just, I was just mumbled words which kind of fell out of my mouth, most of these podcasts, are like, that's, that's the beauty of them, you know? that's, that's the beauty of these podcasts, aiming for, aiming for just coherent is essentially the role, but how we structure our lives and how people go about their lives is they set themselves a goal or there is a, a some sort of goal whether that is just staying alive and being you know financially sound um in order to not starve to death um or to have a roof over your house or to have a family or to succeed in your career or to do anything like that everyone sets a goal and it might be like a small goal like you know this month I want to do this or this month I want to do this And they aim for that goal and structure everything else around it. So anything which inconveniences from that goal is an inconvenience. And the bigger the goal, the bigger the inconvenience. Fairly simple way of putting it. I imagine most people would know that that's how most people live their lives. Even if you're drifting, even if you kind of feel like you haven't got an aim in life, you still have an aim, you still got little things in your life you have to do, otherwise you won't be part of society um, and won't really exist for yourself, you know? even if it's just getting sleep, these are things you can't really control. There's no, there's a goal, even if there's no goal, because the goal is to have no goal. <laughs> Circular logic, going around in circles. But I have been a moron, um, more than once in my life. You know, I'm thirty. I've had thirty years of idiocy, um, in order to to get to this point. But. There's an idea in my head which every so often I have to remind myself that I'm doing it again. In order to avoid huge disappointment. And that idea is this this view of aiming for perfect. By which I mean, people have their lives. You know, I have my life. And you have a goal in your head. And you set it and you think, okay, I'm going to aim for this. And then once I have this, life will be great. Life will be perfect. Life will be... Everything I've wanted it to be, there's some perfect key which unlocks and goes, yes, that's the one that's that's what I'm missing in my life. The searching for purpose It's that perfect purpose, even if it's just something minute like oh, you know, I'm unemployed and i'm 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 living on the street, okay, so getting a house and getting a job, that will be the perfect, but then you get there and is it you know oh, if I have a family and you know, they grow up strong and healthy, and and I get married and do all these things, and then life will be perfect, and I'll own my own house. And is it? You know, can you can you aim? What? No, that doesn't make sense. And I, it's strange that I've I've got this thing in my head which kind of forces me to do it because within, when I create work and when I, I make art, um, I'm never aiming for perfect because I don't believe it exists. I see every single project, regardless of when I put it out, as an ongoing process, as an organic, um, therapeutic situation where I'm I'm creating work to push ideas and and meanings into the world, but all of those ideas and meanings are contextually based, so they will constantly forever change, therefore the meaning of the work will forever change, therefore the work will forever change, and yet within my own life, when it comes down to the grit and mortar and the house and the table and, you know, the coffee I'm drinking, I'm... Because it's more physical, because it's right there, I aim for so much perfect. I'll give you another example. So, I mean, this will bring back into my treadmill. I, Prior to Christmas, I made three large purchases. Three large purchases, which I may have talked about before, but I'm going to talk about again. And those were my treadmill, uh, a bread maker, and a robotic vacuum. These were all treats for me, because I don't really spend money on myself. You know, look at me, trying to justify it. I'm still not happy with the fact that I spent money on it. I'm still trying to justify why I did you know. Can't even mention it without going, because they were for myself. Like, like anyone's going to question it. Like, anyone's going to come into the room and say, Graham, why the fuck did you buy these things? No, they're not, because I can. I'm self-defeating. Either way, so I made these three large purchases, and in my head, there was a moment of, ah, oh, yeah, you know, once I got these things. I got my treadmill, which means I can continue my exercise, continue um, doing my Couch to 5K thing um, in my own home, which means I never have to worry about weather. Therefore, I have achieved baseline perfect uh, bread maker. I have been trying for ages to get off store-bought bread because for for ages and ages and ages, I feel like bread is just a vehicle to get butter and other ingredients into my mouth, and I hated that is basically like, oh, great, you could basically just put this on a front cover of a hardback book, serve me it, and I'd probably eat it as long as the top of that was jam and butter. I'd be all over that. Um, so I wanted to change that. I wanted to make more bread more significant because I eat a fair amount of bread. Um, so I bought a bread maker so I can make my own bread. And I haven't bought bread since I got it. Essentially, I just make a loaf of bread a week. Therefore, I have achieved another baseline level of perfect. Uh, the robot vacuum. I, you know, I live alone, so chores are a thing, and vacuuming is one thing I don't really do very often, because I live alone, and because I don't really notice when there's an accumulation of dirt or dust, uh, on the floor at least. So I was like, I'll get a robot vacuum, that will solve all those problems. And I got all three in the same week, and life was good. And all but the bread maker, so far, I've had to return, fix, solve, in one way or another and disrupt said baseline perfect and each time it happened i got a nice slap in the face and a reminder from myself that aiming for perfect is fucking stupid you can't aim for perfect there is no perfect there's no edge you know this means nothing labasky there is no edge there's no perfect there is nothing there to say once you have this and it is it's not even purchases like that's a, obviously that's a huge consumer model situation of, of how you might achieve happiness and how some people do go through life achieving happiness. You know, if I buy a certain bag, if I wear a certain jumper, if I do fast fashion or anything like that, that's how it kind of fits in. Um, but it can be for anything. You know, learning a new skill, learning a new language, learning anything. Once I've achieved that, great, life will be great. Once I've got my teaching degree, everything will be great because I'll do do the teaching, I'll do exactly what I want to do. The amount of people I've met who have a teaching degree who don't teach is insane. The amount of people I've met who have a degree of any sort who don't do anything with the degree which they achieved is insane because they realized after a while that that isn't what they want to do. I mean, I'm no exception. I have a degree in Contemporary Lens Media. It gets brought up quite a lot on podcasts. Apart from doing this... Doing this little podcast, I do not use that video at all. Apart from, like, individual freelance projects. I am not in the media production world. I don't do wedding photography. I'm not a fine art photographer as much as I'd like to be. I just kind of end up in that situation. like, okay, great, so now I'm doing this. You aim for perfect so often because you, you think having that goal will solve all issues. And it won't. It really won't. And I'm not saying don't set goals because of it. I'm just saying have a healthy outlook on it, you know, a healthy outlook to me is thinking, right, once I've done this, uh, what's next? You know, what's, what's, what's my next step? What's the next goal? And by that sense, I will probably never, ever be fulfilled in my entire life. I remember ages ago, I had a conversation um, with a partner at the time, and the question was whether I'd ever be truly happy. And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be truly happy. I don't know if I'll ever be truly content. I'm fairly content right now. Doing what I do, making what I make. But achieving that perfect level of contentment, I don't think... No, because why would I? What would be the point in life if I didn't feel challenged? I wouldn't really see one. Again, my attitude to creating work is much more healthy than my attitude to creating life. In general that's a that's you know a nice Freudian moment I just say you can't aim for perfect and I've been trying to aim for perfect on too many occasions you know I think maybe even that even example you know take it back to uh, the podcast I did with Janine obviously me and Janine we were partners for a, a long time and even when we were together I was aiming for perfect I was aiming for we were together things were great uh so you ignore everything else in order to focus on what is good and therefore you think, ah, oh, well, okay, if, if things go wrong, it doesn't matter because if we buy a house together, if we you know get a dog and we, we kind of just live and things will work out because that's the baseline perfect. We've already achieved perfect by being together, so we need to add to that perfect. Ignoring that the world is chaotic, ignoring that the world changes and people change and as we discussed in that, personalities change and things drift. Ignoring all of that for some reason, just... For some reason, I just can't get that through my head, and I think it's it is that physical tacti- tactility to life which is causing that. And I kind of want to encourage people to never aim for perfect; aim past perfect. That should be the message. Don't aim for your dreams; aim past your dreams. That's a great, you know, isn't that a great line to to, to tell the world? Teach kids, you know, we teach kids all these things. There's so many messages for them. You know, don't eat yellow snow. Don't put forks in electrical so- sockets. But you t- you tell them to aim for their dreams. My school, uh, which I went to in Scunthorpe, their uh, their motto was aiming high or aiming high or uh, I can't quite remember. Um, and it just kind of disturbed me. It disturbed everyone. One because it was the most campy slogan. You could slap on this school It's, like overly motivational for a school in the north of England, full of steel workers' children. Aim high is not something. It's like I get why you do it, and I get why a counsellor would want to slap that on a wall, but no, terrible. <laughs> but you know, you you slap on this goal and go, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you you know? Where do you want to where do you want to go? And to your kids say, oh, you know, I want, I want to I want to teach. I want to be a, a sports personality. I want to want to go out and save the world, I want to save the planet. It's like, cool, that's a, that's a pretty specific goal. What if you teach them to aim past that? What if you teach them to, to have an end goal which doesn't result in it? It's like, cool, that's great, and then you can go on and do this. You know, hey, I want to be an astronaut. Fantastic! You could be an astronaut. Go out and be an astronaut. Train to be an astronaut. And then once you are an astronaut, you can improve the life on Earth by doing this, this, and this because you could study science and do all. And you, just, you, I feel like you, we, we're crushing too much to one singular endpoint when the world doesn't have a singular endpoint. all it does. is It's got the destruction of humanity and the entire solar system. But the societies we've created, a society doesn't have an endpoint. There's no endpoint with individuals apart from death. So why would you aim for a singular endpoint? You wouldn't. You got you know, if you were a buffet for your entire life, you know, you okay, so you, you walk into a restaurant, there's a buffet, and this is where you eat for your entire life. You're not gonna spend your entire life just eating the chicken, are you? What would be the point? Every once in a while you'd be like, you know what? There's other things at this buffet. I'm gonna try that over there. Maybe i pick myself up some noodles, try a little tofu, get myself into some palm. You know, there's so many things to try out there, to do, and you wouldn't stick to one. And yeah, we are in this world, and yet we're vastly going, oh, hey, we need to stick one. And I do have a theory about that. As I said, the end point of like life is mortality, and that scares people. So they think if they can have a singular goal and achieve that goal, then life will have worth. I don't believe that. I've never felt that. There's nothing in my life I've achieved where I've sat and gone, "Yep, yeah, that's that's perfect." Even now, you know, so right now I've been doing the book. I've been working on other things, but I've, I've I'm doing the book. That's that's what I had to do. So I did that in February. I've been working on that for like 3 years. Um I see that book as an end point. But even in the run-up to the book launch, I have been fighting for a week, trying to ignore an idea which I've had in my head, because I need to focus on the book, because other things are encroaching in. Other things are slowly invading my mind, like some sort of decayed moss, which is slowly eating my brain, because it's itching to get in. It's itching for that front space at the front of the windows where you know the curtains are. And they my eyes and I don't look at a page and see potatoes anymore. No, they want to something else is trying to get past it and it's it's clawing at the back of my skull. Maybe that's why I have a headache. Like, there is actually just a gremlin living in my head. Slowly trying to claw its way out. But this is what I'm saying. You know, there's things which come out, out of this. You know you get to a point and you're like, Alright, cool, I'll have kids. Go home. Have your child. Congratulations. Now what? Everything is now what? Everything should be now what? Because if you're aiming for singular points and then you try and maintain that point, you can't, you'll never be happy. Never. Things need to evolve, things need to change, things need to grow. Aiming for perfect is, is absolute idiocy. And I'm talking to me more than I'm talking to you guys this isn't, you know, this isn't necessarily a podcast for you guys, this is one for me to look at me and go, hey you're a fucking moron stop aiming for perfect, stop going oh hey, found this new thing this will be the new perfect, no you don't put that into any, any of your work why are you putting it into your life you may feel personally attacked by yelling at Concrete Podcast, but uh, please understand that all these views are coming from this, <laughs> and there's not much you can really do about it. I'm just saying don't don't be an idiot like me. You know? Don't aim for perfect when the world is imperfect. It's a huge ball of calamity, chaos, and missed opinions and moments where you can just easily skip over all of them. I think if people are taught earlier on to adapt, remain flexible in their lives and remain just open to everything society would just benefit in general this is the whole thing with kind of politics and people aiming for singular motions and laws is that it doesn't take into account the rest of the world a lot of people are trying to go back to what they consider perfect a lot of people are trying to undo what they consider as damage to their perfect but the problem is they've aimed for perfect they've aimed for a singular notion in time rather than thinking oh well tomorrow whatever happens whatever could happen you know like all of this debate about anything is just because people are aiming for perfect they're aiming they're trying to find perfect You know, they're they're looking for the perfect solution, and perfect solution doesn't exist. Because nothing is static. Nothing is, is locked in, in a way which would make any of that matter. I don't know if this sounds depressing. To me it doesn't sound depressing. To me it sounds like a challenge. It sounds like something inspirational to do with life. But then to other people it would seem hugely defeating. I don't know. I don't know if that's the people who listen to this podcast. Do you know? Let me know. You know, shout out to me. Tell someone on the street. You know, if you're listening to this on the street, just stop and be like, do you believe in perfect? You might get a date. You might get slapped. You might get arrested. Depends who you slap. Um, (laughs) But let me know. Maybe this is just me rambling. Maybe this is just me trying to justify myself. I have a rant on myself. As is usually the way. But thank you for listening. I hope you're not aiming for perfect and I hope you're remaining ever rolling. And I'll talk to you guys later.